My mind rebels at stagnation. Give me problems. Give me work. Give me the most abstruse cryptogram or the most intricate analysis, and I am in my own proper atmosphere. But I abhor the dull routine of existence. I crave for mental exaltation. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Atmosphere Podcast, hosted by Dan Mickle and brought to you by Soul Performance Academy. This is the podcast that answers your questions on mental performance training and takes a deeper dive into the world of performance psychology. You can reach us at podcast at properatmosphere.com or across all social media at 717soul. We look forward to hearing from you and now on to the show. All right, welcome to the Proper Atmosphere Podcast, powered by Soul Performance Academy. I am your host, Dan Mickle. The Proper Atmosphere is a weekly podcast dedicated to answering your questions on mental performance, coaching, and lifelong learning. The Proper Atmosphere is brought to you by, it's called Normal Athletics. I say in athletics helps make the extraordinary ordinary through adaptive beach volleyball. Everyone should have the opportunity to enjoy and excel in the sport, and ICN offers the training and the educational programs to make it normal for adaptive athletes to play on any court. Help them make the beach volleyball court accessible for everyone. Visit ICNAthletics.com to learn more about the 501c3 and to make a donation. Thanks again to Dave and John and everyone at ICN Athletics. <clears throat> All right. We are on episode 23 this week, and it is a question from Jeff, a basketball player from Maine. And Jeff writes, I don't know how to explain it. I love basketball, but lately I don't feel motivated. Thinking of winning a championship or games just doesn't do much. Coach or teammates yelling or even being positive support to me really is not doing it either. Any thoughts on how I can get that back? <clears throat> Jeff, this is not uncommon. Uh, Motivation can be a real struggle for a lot of athletes, and it can fluctuate. Some years it's not a problem. Some years it's a big problem, Um, and it doesn't necessarily always mean the level. It doesn't mean that you gain motivation when you're playing at a really top level. Sometimes it's just in the cards of where your motivation's at, but let's kind of look about it and decide you know what we can do what are some strategies that maybe we can can work on that can help the motivation and kind of help you get back to where you want to be one thing when it comes to motivation and motivational theory a lot of people think that there's three ways 10 ways you know 13 different types of motivation um that's up for debate there's a lot of you know peer review articles about different types of motivation but for this discussion, I want to keep it pretty simple, and, and we're going to focus on saying that there's three main types, which are intrinsic, extrinsic, and demotivation. And how we kind of look at that is intrinsic, which is autonomous motivation, means it's it's motivation that's coming internally. It, it's driven from inside of you, um, and that's the you know the motivation that burns in your belly. 
extrinsic or controlled motivation is the motivation where you're rewarded by someone or something. You're driven by medals or money or ego or, you know, just the admiration of other people. So that's the intrinsic external is the easy way to remember that. And then the last one is demotivation or a motivation, which is the taking away of motivation. Um, it's not just the lack of motivation. It's the actual lowering or removing of um, of motivation. And one of the things I first want to talk about is self-determination theory or SDT. And SDT theory is a theory on motivation and personality that focuses on three basic human needs, which are autonomy, competency, and uh, relatedness. And according to self-determination theory, these three needs are essential for human growth, development, and well-being. So, you know, what do we mean when we are talking about um, autonomy? You know, again, that goes back to looking at ways, and, and we'll talk about steps. Um, I'm just want to give a little bit of background, but, you know, autonomy is looking at ways that we can have that internal self-motivation. We don't need someone screaming at us or we don't need someone clapping for us. It's whatever's inside us is what's driving, whether it's passion or goals. And, and those are all the things that, you know, we, we come up to. Um, autonomy refers, you know, to the need of individuals to feel that they have control over their lives and that their actions are self-determined. Competency and competence refers to the need for individuals to feel that they are capable of achieving their goals and performing well in those activities. So that's, that's the part. It's, it's not just having the autonomy and being driven by ourselves that we want to be good at something. We want to be good at basketball in your case. We also need to make sure that we have the competency, which, which means we have the tools to actually do that as well. And then we also look at the relatedness. And that is the need for you to feel connected to others and have a sense of belonging. It's really hard to be motivated if you're on a team where you feel like you don't belong or you're at a school or a program where you feel that you don't belong. So those are the three you know, areas of self-determination theory that, that we focus on. Um, again, it's the autonomy referring to the need that you feel that you have control over your actions and your goals and competence means that you have the tools and the ability to meet those goals and then relatedness, meaning that you're fitting in and what you're doing um, is acceptable and you're being welcomed in. So that's the one part. And I think a key takeaway from self-determination theory and STD that, that is lost or that a lot of people don't think about is STD also focuses on the direction of the motivation more than the quantity of motivation. So the quality of the motivation is more important than how much motivation you're getting. So for example, 
a smaller amount of intrinsic or internal motivation is going to take you further and be more rejuvenating than um, a larger quantity of extrinsic or external. So just you wanting to complete a task or you wanting to you know, drive for a goal is going to take you much further in a smaller amount than larger amounts of the coach, you know, giving you a candy bar as motivation. So that's a key point. And then the last one we talked about in the beginning was the the demotivation or the a motivation. That's where we have to be careful that we put ourselves in a situation where it literally just sucks the motivation out of us. It's a bad social area. Maybe it's just a system that you don't fit in or you're not getting along with the coach. There could be a lot of reasons for demotivation. And I only mention that so that we know that there is the opposite scale. I don't want to go too much into it because I want to focus on what we can do to get you back to where you want to be. So let's look at a couple of key points where we might be able to help you kind of get that fire in your belly back and get that motivation back. First, I think we need to look at set meaningful goals. Um, again, and I've talked about this in other episodes that some people are kind of down on goal setting lately, feeling like we, we take so much time and so much effort setting goals that we never actually start our goals or work towards them. So I want to make sure that we're careful that when we talk about set meaningful goals, that we're not doing just busy work so that, um, we never actually take that first step getting the goals. All right. So set goals that are meaningful to you that will provide those motivations. They need to be smart, you know, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. If you're not sure, go back to listen to this podcast or one of the podcasts on uh, one of the episodes on our sister podcast, the mental cast about goal setting. And it goes a little bit deeper in the act of goal setting. But, but when we make goals that are challenging and achievable, it tends to motivate us intrinsically. We get that fire in our belly because we know it's something that we control and it's something that we can actually reach. All right. Two, and this may sound really simple though, is find the passion for the sport. And it's really important that you enjoy the sport. And when you find that passion for the sport, you're more likely to be, again, intrinsically motivated and want to improve your skills and your performance. A lot of times, maybe you're playing a sport because that's what a family member played in or it's expected. Everyone in my family has ever played this. And it's really tough to get intrinsic motivation for that. So you want to really look at and, you know, do I love this sport? Jeff, do you love basketball? Are you doing it just because you were good at it or your dad played or your brothers played or your sisters played and you just feel like you need to? Because that's going to be tough to get that intrinsic motivation um, when it comes to that sense of things. All right. And then third, we want to focus on the process. And we've heard that a lot. Trust the process, grow the process. But we need to focus on the process of improvement rather than the outcomes. It's more about how are we growing than the milestone that we hit. And you, when you can enjoy the journey of improvement, that's going to give you a lot more of that intrinsic. And again, we want to go with that internal intrinsic motivation. So focus on the process. Number four is a big one for me. Celebrate your small successes. Celebrating small successes can provide motivation to keep improving. You should take time and acknowledge that you've done something. You know, it doesn't matter how small it is. Those little victories are what's going to keep you going. You know, maybe you're shooting three for 10 off the free throw line and you want to get to nine out of 10 or eight out of 10. 
when you get to six out of 10, that's a pretty big growth from two to six. Celebrate that you have grown that percentage. Even though it's not your final goal or where you're ultimately going to be, it's a great way for you to have a really, really quick celebration and get that, that, that motivation um, back a little bit for you. All right, with five, we are going to look at seeking feedback whether it's from coaches, teammates, or even the people you're competing against, can provide you with great motivation by getting their feedback, seeing how you're growing, if you're on track. And you should really look at that, again, to give you that intrinsic motivation and to kind of help you on your path to improve your skills and your performance. Don't be afraid to ask your coach for feedback. Don't be afraid to ask your teammates. And, you know, don't be afraid to ask your competition because no one knows you better than your competition when they're going against you, what your strengths are, what you could work on. Um, and it doesn't even have to be direct. Maybe you're just looking at film and getting the feedback from film versus just getting it straight from the coach or teammate. Six is you want to embrace the challenges. You should embrace challenges as opportunities to grow and improve. Don't look at challenges as holding you back. Reframe them and think about them as ways that are going to make you grow and ways that are going to make you improve. You should welcome those challenges and use them as, again, intrinsic motivation to move forward. Don't look at them roadblocks. Look at them as stepping stools to help you and propel you to your next level by improving your performance and your dedication. And then lastly, my point in number seven is pretty simple. It's just maintain a positive attitude. Positive attitudes can help with the motivation. It helps you when you're facing setbacks and failures. It can help you stay focused on your goals and help you, you know, enjoy the process of improving. Understand that everything that you do, whether it's in sports or in life, you're going to have those challenges. It's our mind that makes those challenges negative. And we have the ability to change that and say, okay, this is going to be tough and this is going to be hard, but this challenge is going to make me such, such a better person, such a better player. So you should welcome that and keep positive and maintain that positive attitude when you're going through those challenges. So, when we're kind of wrapping all this up and I know I threw a lot of like science and stuff out there and you, you can research a lot of it, but to conclude the steps, developing intrinsic motivation is essential for athletes to achieve their goals. And we should set those meaningful goals, find that passion for our sport. Why are we playing the sport? What makes it exciting? Why am I putting all of these hours in focus on the process celebrate those small successes, seek feedback and embrace the challenges and lastly maintain that positive attitude. Following these steps are going to help you get the intrinsic motivation which is going to be a much better motivation factor than those extrinsic motivations. When we wrap that up and, and, and fold that all into the SDT and the self-determination theory, you know, Two takeaways from that then are we need to focus on developing the autonomy, the competence, and the relatedness in your own life. So, Jeff, I would ask myself, how do I get myself 
internally motivated, which is the steps that we just talked about. And then look at, am I competent to do that? Do I have the skills to do that? Sometimes we set goals, you know, that are way too high and it ends up becoming a demotivation factor because we're not hitting those goals. So look at that competence and then also look at relatedness. How, how does this help me in my social life? And I don't mean social life like social media and parties, just how I fit into society as a whole and the group or tribe really that I'm part of. All right. And again, this is going to involve setting those goals that are aligned with your values and your interests, seeking out opportunities and ways to learn and develop new skills. That's another way to motivate, you know, finding videos or seeing someone else and finding new ways to learn what you want to do can also motivate you. Sometimes we get demotivated because we just get stuck in that rut of doing the same thing over and over and over again. And seeking out opportunities will help us develop new ways to, to learn skills and, and, and also help foster, you know, positive relationships with others. And then another takeaway is to really recognize the importance of social context in motivating yourself and others. You know, seeking out supportive relationships, finding out teammates that are going to help you. You know, you'll be more motivated if you trust and you value your teammates and you don't, you know, you don't want to let them down. So it's going to motivate you as well to, you know, push yourself. And just finding ways to communicate you know, or contribute to your community and society and, and all of those ways to help you um, really stay motivated. You know, you're doing this for a bigger cause. I'm doing it for my school. I'm doing it for my neighborhood. I'm doing it for my family, you know, and, and just kind of really, really getting that um, intrinsic motivation. So, Jeff, I know that this was a lot, but motivation is such a complex yet simple at times concept. So I kind of just want to throw you out, really check out the self-determination theory. And again, to just define that for you again, self-determination theory um, is a general theory of human motivation that emphasizes the extent in which behaviors are autonomous. And, you know, again, it's to what extent are we motivating ourselves and not looking for external rewards, payment, trophies? And it's more about the motivation as the way that our mind is directed towards a particular goal and not how much is directed. Again, remember when I opened up and we start, started talking about it, I said it, it's more about the quality of motivation versus the quantity. We'd rather have a smaller quantity of internal or intrinsic motivation than mass quantities of external. You can only bribe someone with chocolate and with money and with trophies so much. So self-determination theory really looks at the direction of motivation and not the amount or the quantity. Um, and I think that looking at those seven steps that we talked about earlier is going to help you get more of that internal intrinsic, which will bring that motivation back. And again, it's a process. Not everything will work. Some things will work a little bit better. Some of those steps will be a little bit easier than others. But I think too many times we look at the big picture. We want to, you know, uh, if I just think about winning that championship or getting that scholarship, that's going to motivate me. And it may for a very small time, you got to really 
dig down and do I really want to be here? Why do I want to be here? Why do I want to put this time and sweat equity into my activity? All right. So Jeff, I hope that helps you out. As always, email back to us if you need any clarification and also just let us know how it's going and, and what's working for you. And for everyone else, remember you can email us your questions, podcast at properatmosphere.com. You can check all our past episodes at the website, properatmosphere.com. And of course, we are across every type of podcast um, platforms, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Yahoo, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon, um, we're everywhere, uh, Google Play, so check out the proper atmosphere on all of those. You can reach Soul Performance Academy at soulperformanceacademy.com and at 717soul across all social media. And of course, you can reach me directly at Real Dan Mickle across all social media. I love to hear from you. I love to hear your questions. And of course, we are now doing not only this as a podcast, but also basically a video podcast or a vlog, I guess, uh, on YouTube. So make sure that you subscribe and like, and please share, comment. I'd love to open up the discussions on all of these. So don't be afraid to uh, add some comments and, and let's talk about it. Day one or one day, it's your choice. This can be day one of something new or you can be getting around to it one day. It's always up to you. Peace, much love, don't suck, and I'll catch you all back here next week for episode 24 of The Proper Atmosphere. listening to this episode of The Proper Atmosphere, hosted by Dan Mickle and presented by Soul Performance Academy. Please send all your questions, comments, or inquiries to podcast at properatmosphere.com or reach out to us across all social media at 717soul. We look forward to answering your questions in future episodes. And remember, you can listen to The Proper Atmosphere on any popular podcast service such as Google Play, iTunes, Pandora, and Spotify. Thank you and have a great day.